Folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys Blowing. I'm the Big Hand Bopper sitting here with Jeffy Jazzy J Jeffy D. Hey, hey, hey. And T-Bone Timmy Boy. What is up? And we're here talking about the blowout. It's going to be a fantastic one. <laughs> we're talking about the blowout? Well, we here on the be. blowout. We're talking about the blowout. <laughs> yeah, what do we, we should do with a blowout that's uh, just kind of like talking about our favorite blowout. That's oh, a cool blowout on blowout. Blowout's past. Ooh, ooh, he's right in time for Christmas. My favorite blowout ooh. was Run a Mile. Hey. Oh, we're doing it now? Uh, okay, geez. Mine was um, this one. <laughs> Mine will be the one when we uh, reveal our kinks. Oh, yes. that's going to be the, the oh. Patreon's favorite. And yeah. I'll tell you personally, my my biggest kink, mm-hmm. yeah. Ray Davies. Well, he's joking because we're not revealing the kinks that we actually That's a have. fake one. That's a fake that's one. That was a fake one, yeah. But that is going to be a, a tra- new tradition for... What's, what is that? That tier is going to be $1,000, right? Oh, that's, yeah. Well, at yeah. least... We have no pay pigs yet, do we? No, no pay pigs yet. Yeah, when is a rich person going to step up and give us $100 a month for no reason? Or poor person. Rich or That's poor. That's true. Yeah, yeah. You could do your last dollar. The money still spends no matter where it comes from. Yeah, where is our Annapurna? Who, what's that lady's name? Yeah. Anna Paquin. Yes. Where's our where's, Anna Paquin? Where's Anna Paquin? Come on the show and defend yourself. Uh, <laughs> yeah, where, check on the show tell us where you've been. <laughs> I like champagne sabering. Oh. Oh, yeah, that was a As a blowout. One. Um, I liked, what was the one we did? Sabrage. Oh, I, I didn't like the, I like the idea of the bath bomb one. And just because I had a bad time with the bath didn't mean I disliked it, but I liked that episode. Hmm. I, I like that. That's one that stuck with me. It's a funny idea. It's not just a funny idea. I thought it was a good for my life. Mm. Self care. You know, I'm staying here at uh, Dutton's house where all together recording this live. I'm going to give you a bath later. I've been trying to get you in the bath all night. <laughs> but it's it's funny now to see where you're taking those baths and it's a nice it's a nice bath. Mm-hmm. Nice clean. It doesn't leave much to the imagination, does it? What? Just you nude? T- to see to see where uh, <laughs> yeah, I take a bath. A where everything poking up. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, the the champagne saber episode mm-hmm. sabrage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what's funny about that was like you know when you're a kid and Halloween's coming and you decide you want to be someone that you just like think is cool and then yeah. you're like he's like I just want to be like that so I'm doing that. Right. Teddy Ruxman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want to be the Joker or Batman or whatever you do and then you're like I'm cool because I'm doing those. I I I'll admit that after uh, a whole summer of rewatching every all the jackass series and all the jackass movies in that in the video for that episode i did a joke where i was like i'm johnny knoxville and this is champagne savoring and i savored a yeah. thing and then when i saw myself on video i was like that's so cool <laughs> <laughs> i just like johnny knoxville <laughs> you really yeah you had a jack, that, jackass summer that was that was cool man uh, it's, always, like, it's nice to have a summer that's defined by us you know like yeah you're 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 reading one author. You're watching all the works of Chris Pontius. You're, you're, yeah, it's yeah. a nice. It gives you a thing to look back on. Yeah, yeah I was reading all oh, Faulkner this, uh, oh. this summer. And you oh, were William? Uh, what? <laughs> no, Joe. Joe yeah. Faulkner. Joe Faulkner. He does. Uh, well, he does kind of like a uh, erotic uh, comic book. <laughs> <laughs> Cartoons, you know, sucking Cartoons. and fucking and all the rest, yeah, all over the place. 
uh, we, uh, we should we should find out when that fucking Jackass Four movie is coming out and Feb. go see that damn thing. Yeah, Do we have Feb. a date. They pushed it to Feb. I want to say two twenty two, something like that. Who I'd like it to be uh, Valentine's Day. I go see uh, Valentine's Day. I hope it's not two twenty nine because we don't get one of those every year, and mm. they pull any of that shit on us. Yeah, that's gonna be the biggest Jackass prank of them all. Yeah, they finally pranked us, the viewer. <laughs> uh, whoops! Excuse me. <laughs> whoops! I didn't mean to burp, and I did. I didn't mean to do that. What uh, are we talking about today? Today, I invited you guys into the uh, blowout bungalow to talk about a Christmas album. Oh yeah, and not just any Christmas album. I hope the Christmas album. This is a this is Michael Bublé Christmas. <gasps> The album, the 10-year anniversary, came out October 21st, 2011, and here we are. So we want, we want, we said, hey, it's Christmas time. Let's talk about a (laughs) big old album. Yeah. And, and this is, this is time. This was number one on the charts. This, this one, yeah, this one brought in the green stuff. This, this like 14 million copies worldwide type of a. I would personally love to sell 14 million albums. Ooh. I'd like to buy 14 million albums (laughs) and have it not really affect my pay, like my money at all. So I'm doing well. Uh, This is a little off the beaten path for me, probably Mm. all of us. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't think I've heard any of these songs oh, from this album. You've been to the oh, Glendale yeah. Americana? You, not, yeah, yeah, not like consciously. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. What I mean? It's out there though. Let's hey. let's uh let's play a little bit of track one, just to this, see where we're at. This is just like because you know we're not gonna like go beat by beat on this album. You know, everybody knows all these what, songs. Play all the beats from all the albums. <laughs> yeah, each beat. I think this one was uh, two, four time. <laughs> yeah, this one was like. But the the first track is uh, was that album? the first track off the album, and that's kind of the big hit. Here we go. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Yep. Everywhere you go. Take a look at the five and ten. Once if you've heard one of these songs from Buble, this is the one. I don't think you've heard just one, though. I think everyone's heard all of these. I think these are... I mean, I would. I, I, when we were preparing for uh, this pod, mm-hmm. I, I started listening to this album and I was like, oh, I don't even need to re-listen to this because it's, it's like every song... You're getting Buble and you're getting the songs you know and Bing Bang Boom. It's 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 the it, that's that that's that. Hey, you mentioned the the uh, the shopping mall kind of a mm-hmm. yeah. sound. Yeah, yeah. I I this this I I meant to fucking say this. <laughs> <laughs> I brought in a track for us. We we have a tradition over at the uh, with with our friends over at the UCB Theater and now the Elysian where we do spoofmas. Uh, we wish you a spilly spoofmas. Oh, yeah, for those of who have been to it are smiling right now. Best of the best. Yeah. It's the funniest thing. Feel free to smile while you listen to the podcast. Yeah, oh yeah, like, any episode. Um, uh, Neil Campbell, Paul Rust, uh, Mike Cassidy. It's it, it, it's the show that they host where it's uh, Christmas spoofs and you know who? Uh, oh, you mean Oliver Dandyflower and uh, Mucky Danders, Mucky Danders, Reggie, and Reggie Crimples. Crimples. Yeah. <laughs> um. So and then some uh, birthday boys and and uh, Kiss from Daddy and Nick Weiger and all these people come. Carl and sing. Tarts and the Eva Anderson. There you go. And they sing songs, but uh, one year, way back, I uh, 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 wrote for for me and Jessica. I wrote a parody, and I wrote a song, and I 
made a uh, demo uh, for yes. us to listen to so we could memorize it. And then just now, before coming over to record this pod, I went through my emails and I dug up the demo that I had recorded. Ooh. And it is based on a certain track one that you just heard. Uh-huh. So go ahead and listen to Old Timmy recording a vocal for both he and Jessica. I think Jessica's supposed to sing the main part here and then I come in later on. Gotcha. Here it is. It's beginning to sound a lot like Boobland. Everywhere you shop. If you go to a mall or some other kind of store, you're gonna hear Michael Boobland. It's beginning to sound a lot like on 103.5 The Coast FM <laughs> Or at the Glendale Galleria Or the Sherman Oaks Galleria They're blasting Buble <laughs> What's weird about Buble is that he only really has one real song But then around Christmas he has tons and tons of Christmas songs <laughs> And also my boyfriend has been acting this is me dressed as Bublé. Every time I sing With a ringy dingy ding And a flooby flooby thing I sound like Bublé He's beginning to sound exactly like Bublé Every single time he sings One other thing I want to say about Buble is he doesn't just have one normal song. He's got a bunch of great songs, but the thing is this. You just haven't heard them yet. (laughs) You just haven't heard them yet. I was trying to think about his main song, yeah. We just haven't heard them yet. Pretty good vocals. Pretty good vocals. Pretty good. Pretty good. So wait, that wasn't that wasn't Michael Bublé, that was you. That was believe it or not, that was me. Hitting those low notes. (laughs) Low notes. It's beginning. It was funny, like uh, you know, that's a spoof silly song, but it's still like a nice song because it's a Christmas Mm -hmm. song. Yeah. That was the thing that I liked about listening to this is that, you know, Christmas is an event and it comes with a lot of songs, tons of songs, kind of new songs all the time, if you think about it. A whole catalog. And, and they all have a sort of sweet, sentimental, that's what you want in a song. It's something that feels rousing and cathartic and reflective. Yeah. And uh, Christmas, they got just banger after banger if you're looking for yeah, that Christmas sort of thing. is very reflective, isn't it? Yeah. Why is that? Mm. I, I don't think so. <laughs> well, some people think that. <laughs> um, uh, I think it's because it's like, the end of the year. Yeah, you know, ton, yeah. Tons of standards, mm-hmm. jazzy. Um, you know? I I think it's very interesting how everybody, come, in, including Buble on this Christmas album, 
you come out with a Christmas album. It's it's mainly covers, and then maybe a slide one or two originals in, which which Buble has done here. Amy Grant, uh, king of that. What, what's that? Didn't didn't Amy Grant king uh, of that? No, no, no. She's <laughs> Amy Grant, king, king of, of that. Uh, she Amy Grant's got an original Christmas song that's like, uh, oh, this is my grown up Christmas list. So she's yep. got a, she's got a bunch. She's got a Christmas album that's great. If you can get your original, like there's there. Yeah, Mariah Carey. The UK has a Christmas chart, and it is like a big deal to get to be number one on that chart. And I think that like commercial like fairy tale of New York did it in the yeah, yeah, corporate shit. Corporate shit. Buy Everyone's trying to like you put out a Christmas album, and you're mainly doing the covers, and then you venture an original, and they never really get canonized, and you don't see them uh, come back until like maybe way later they get covered or or whatever. But when there is a contemporary artist. Like a fucking Mariah, Mariah Carey. Mm-hmm. Like you come out with that song in 1997 or whatever it is, and you got one in. And that's like the best Christmas song and everyone loves it. But like, it's so rare like that uh, that uh, an original gets kind of looped in with the gang. What do you think is like the most recent of those? Hmm. Hmm. When did Christmas shoes come out? <laughs> that's gotta be like 91. That's real. I mean- Truly, the Mariah Carey, like nothing rivals the Mar- the Mariah Carey one. What about that yeah. song? Is like Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. I hope I have a one. The waitresses. Yeah, is that, is that one's pretty big. I think it's <laughs> funny when people go back and cut co- like um, Darlene Love, uh, you know, Christmas Baby, Please Come Home. Yeah, that's an original off of a Phil Spector album, and then and I mean, when it was a huge hit and stuff. But then you get like U two covers it, and then Buble covers it, and then it kind of becomes a standard, even though mm-hmm. it was a pop song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, while we're talking about that, why don't we play Buble three? <laughs> this seemed a little like I guess there was ten years separating Mariah's version and this version, but hey, he didn't he didn't need to do this. That's like the it's, best. It seems a little weird for Buble to do this. Yeah, her song was great, and this version was not as good. And I gotta say, don't want a lot for Christmas. I gotta say, I know his his voices. He's a talented singer. His voice is good. Mm-hmm. This sounds auto tuny to me. Oh, yeah, a little bit. Wait for it. More than you could ever know. Make my wish come true. You know that all I want for Christmas is you. That is felt very auto tuny to me. I hear ya. I it's smart to go a different direction with this vocal and not try to take on my, uh, Mariah for the bigness of it. Yeah. Right. Doesn't the music, the arrangement sound like uh, an Oasis song? There's a chord in there. Champagne supernova at Christmas time. What, what song is that? Don't look back in anger? Don't look back in anger. No, that, that's the song that's like, take the coat off all the to you. Yeah. I think it's that song that's like, hey there, Noel, I love you, love Liam. Yes, it's oh, look true. what you've done, you've made a fool. What song is that? Uh, Nobody knows. I can't think Nobody of. knows. We'll have to ask Liam. They should do an Oasis Christmas album. They would fucking rule at that. Oh, you know what's a good uh, Christmas song? Is that Weezer song, uh, Under the Tree or something? About Under the, the Tree. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, you bought me. I can't think of the words right now, but... Uh, Think of them. Yeah, I'm trying to think of them. It's like uh, <laughs> it's 
good podcast. Hold on, I'm trying. Hold to on, think 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 It's like a waltz kind of. Okay, three, you four times, right? Or six. Oh, times. devotion. You net. No, that's yeah. You never mm-hmm. gave up devotion. No, no. But it's a Christmas. Yeah, I know song. the Christmas one too. What? I like when we do. It's does. called like Christmas time, right? Yeah. What? It's like, hey, I'm Rivers, and let me tell you something. I am friends with Brian Bell. <laughs> and I'm Pat, and I'm on the drums. <laughs> Shut boom, up. Boom, boom. Shut up back there. Don't I love when, me, uh, Scott Trainer. When Rivers. You told me you would move heaven. Yeah. And something about, like, government there for oh, Christmas. Oh, damn. All right. I gotta it's good. That. It's good. I think they probably, Weezer, knowing them now, they probably have multiple Christmas songs. Knowing them, yeah. I think they have a Christmas album. <laughs> Seems like something they would do. Hold on. Now, I have a theory that the first two Weezer albums are, well... Winter night. Mm. One's blue, that's for sure. On oh, Christmas yes. with Weezer. Uh, yeah, boom, boom, it's boom. six songs released January 1st, 2008. A little late, if you ask me. Um, 2008. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Oh, come all ye faithful. Oh, holy night. The first Noel, Hark the Herald Angels Sing, and Silent Night. Wait a minute, where's that a ridge? You told me. Oh, they also have Christmas EP. In 2000, with the Christmas song and Christmas celebration. Play, play the Christmas song. Yeah. This is One, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> is that a waltz? It's, it's a good. Six, eight, baby. It's a samba. Suzanne. <laughs> Santa. I love when Weezer does three, four, or six, eight. Yeah, this is good. Yeah. Rivers has a good voice on him, doesn't he, huh? Yeah, he sure does. Ooh, we love Rivers. I would love your voice, You got that good voke voke. <laughs> Sounds better than fucking boob. He understood the, the fucking assignment. He understood the fucking assignment on that one. Uh, hey, okay. yeah. we, uh, uh, we, we're friends with someone in the Buble camp. We're Twitter friends. We got a slophead oh, yeah. who plays saxophone for Buble on tour. He's not on this album. On tour? But Rob Wilkerson, uh-huh. oh. we, we become online buddies with, and uh, and he's a slophead touring around in the bandstand of Buble. And uh, what's he listening to on, on the bus? Nice. Sloppy boys. Hell yeah. Do you think he ever goes up to Buble? He's like, uh, hey, sir, here's... um." This is what I'm listening to. Maybe you'll like it. He's like, oh, Buble is like, I don't think hey, I will. This stuff is awesome. Okay. <laughs> okay, man. Oh, I want to take a deep dive into the drinks that I love. <laughs> <laughs> okay. One, two, three. Wow. <laughs> man, Rob Wilkerson, that's his name? Yep. Going on tour. That's fun. As that's a band. Saxman on the road. Probably getting some of, some of Buble's runoff, you know? Oh, God. What? <laughs> you stop. You mean, Around Christmas time, you're going to talk that way? Jesus. I'm saying the liquids that he can't drink. Ugh. Yeah. They ooze down. Oh, <laughs> and he's there to lap you're it really up. You're really souring the season, you know <laughs> Come that? Come on. No, you're souring the season. Rob, we love you, buddy. Don't I- sour my season, baby. <laughs> it could be a Sloppy yeah. Boy's Christmas song. Take a picture of my Christmas tree. Can I? <laughs> That's a selfie for me. <laughs> <laughs> is that good melody a selfie of me by the Christmas tree and it's, it's good to hey a, a good lyric well sung that's yeah, right yeah. Uh, can that's I a take selfie a, for me <laughs> that's a selfie for me uh, I want to shine a light on the instrumentalists on this album the ones Rob like, Wilkerson not, not him specifically go ahead and play track two Blue Christmas I, I liked Ooh. the trumpet freaking out on this song is great Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Burlesque. Yes. <laughs> Sounds like the stripper. 
Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's screaming. fucking great. Fucking screaming. Holy shit. I just watched a little bit of the, uh, there's a Buble Christmas special, a uh, Buble Christmas in the City, and this was the opener. Uh, and as, as it continues, they do that thing where he's singing, and then the trumpet is kind of doing a call and response, so oh, it's like, it's like, it's so madhouse, like, the, the trumpet is still screaming between the lines. <laughs> Dude, the I, I played uh, trumpet uh, in, like, grade school. And I and I, it was so much fun, but I, I thought it was kind of like an uncool instrument. Uh, you know, once when you're in a big uh, band in remind in school. me to to let you borrow some of my Miles CDs. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so I, I've still never heard. Oh, kind oh, of. Who's blue. this? Um, but I know at the time because in in grade school we just played dumb shit. Then I then I got to junior high Hot and I months. got myself one of those mutes, you know. Mm. You both you get the little the cone that sticks in and it makes it like more tinny. But then I had the cup, so yeah, the go, plunger bottle. Like, you could do like the Charlie Brown teacher voice. <laughs> yeah, things got a little raunchy. That's fun. the best. That's cool. Yeah, Tim, also, what are you doing upstairs? <laughs> <laughs> and hey, you know what? You can combo that with a uh, trombone. Your trombone, you got that slide effect you don't quite have with uh, some of those other brass. (laughs) But you stick a mute in there, you got all the tricks you could ever have. Yeah. Wait a minute. You couldn't play a trombone with like moving the plunger thing at the end because your hands would have to be all. Well, you'd have to get another set of hands. (laughs) You'd have a friend help you. You'd have a friend, you know? (laughs) Then you you have to take your lips off the mouthpiece to say, move it now. I guess I was, I was thinking one of those metal... Uh, yeah, that the, sticks in there. Yeah, the metal one that just goes like... Yeah. Hey, you know who produced this Buble album? Who? David Foster. Wallace? No. <laughs> Great author, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yes, no, thank you're you. You're welcome, you're welcome. Um, David Foster's like this kind of like Canadian songwriter guy who's like... Uh, uh, produced like Whitney Houston, I will always love you, and uh, just nice. a bunch of big. He came out with like a there was like a he had a special and a documentary that came out on Netflix like last year, and uh, he's kind of one of these like you know cheese ball showbiz guys, but then he is a very good oh cheesemeister like um Glenn Ballard Ballard oh <laughs> what no, a we cheesemeister li- we liked him yeah we did like him no but the media called him a cheesemeister yeah. oh, yeah. and I take umbrage with that. We think that Phil Spector was the cheese meister. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Shania Twain, I'm seeing here too. On the she was on White Christmas, the top selling female artist of all time. Yeah, we just talked about her when we did the uh, speaking of Alanis Morissette. Mm. <whistles> oh, did you see that Alanis came out against the documentary? Yeah. What'd she say? She said like, "This isn't the story I agreed to tell." Blah blah blah. And she didn't really clarify really? her beef specifically. Yeah, I kind of wish she did. It it felt like sort of just like I she like didn't go to the premiere and she's like, "I don't. This is not. They they like used parts of my interview. I didn't want them to and stuff." Huh. But she didn't necessarily say what. Yeah, they Ooh. said like she said like the camera crew like. I think she used like the word like buttered me up. Like oh. I think she. I think the way that HBO Music Box does it, and I could be wrong, is that they got her for not just her documentary, but I think her talking head in the Woodstock 99 documentary oh, was probably right. shot at the same time. They get her talking to say, hey, hey, Alanis, why don't you uh, tell us about your bandmates? We got any dirt on those. them? <laughs> um, well, we did, when we watched that, that doc, we did r- r- remark upon how weirdly they'd touch on a very serious topic but not really say anything clear about it yeah yeah pedophilia i just assumed that was like an editing job 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I, definitely some editing happened on that film because you, you, uh, the yeah, raw you footage would have been hours. You're going back in time. You're talking to present day past. To, uh, yeah. So yeah. yeah. They, they, you know that that was all chopped up by Hollywood's hottest <laughs> wizards. <laughs> Digital wizards. Oh, the hot shots. The, the editors living off the fat of the We should lady. do an album called Digital Wizards. And it's all, it's all uh, beats and shit. Yeah. By Dre? Beats by Duds. <laughs> <laughs> beats by Duds as in like uh, during lunchtime, you might see some beats uh, by Duds. By. Near, near, by, him. near him. And near his salad. <laughs> Hopefully in his salad. Guys, can I steer us back to Michael Bublé for one minute? Yep. Sure. <laughs> Seems like the best time to do it. What did you think of him? <laughs> I'll uh, tell you this about Bublé. <laughs> I don't have anything to say about him. Buble is made in a lab for your your mom to like. Mm-hmm. He and looks. Mommy loves it. He, I'll tell you this about Buble too. He has the look of a guy who was chubby and just lost a lot of weight. Yeah, that also makes moms like him. <laughs> it's like he's handsome, but he's not scary handsome. Right, right he's right. approachable handsome. He's a teddy bear. He's handsome. not Kenny G handsome. <laughs> oh my god! This I was surprised. Oh, I how wish much... you would honk my pussy like you honks that <laughs> oh my horn. god, <laughs> mom. Honk your Put it away. Honk. What? I'm trying to honk your dad's <laughs> cock. Well, talk to him about it. <laughs> Communicate in the bedroom, mom and dad. I wanted to say a broad thing about crooners in general is, and maybe I brought this up on the pod before. You think of me, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you picture me. I, I like martinis, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. I like steaks and I like old, old stuff. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to like crooners and the rat pack. Yeah. You probably think I like that shit, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, just you saying shit, referred to as shit, I probably assume. I that. hate the Rat Pack. Yeah. Yeah, I knew fuck this about you. Frank, fuck off. Dean? Dino. Dino? Drop dead. What about dead Sammy? Song? He's got that shithead. song Houston, I like. Joey Bishop, Noe Schmiship. <laughs> and Jerry Lewis? Don't he- make me do this. <laughs> Hate the Rat Pack. Sorry, folks. Wow. That's fair. Yeah, I don't really put too much thought into the Rat Pack, but when I hear... You don't have a strong When I hear like a Sinatra song, it's like, hey, this is Frank. It's like, eh, I don't... That's not for me. Yeah. It's not my thing. So then I also... um, Modern day crooners taken on a Frank song. I don't have that thing of like, oh, well, you can't touch Frank. I'm like, any guy in a tuxedo singing is all kind of the same. But, okay, I agree. And that's a a dipshit culture. Mm. Do you like the sound of this guy's voice? Do you, do you agree Bublé? that he's like talented Bublé? and like I think he's got a buttery smooth thing? He's got to be talented I, if he's going to sell that many records. I expected to be to dislike this, mm. and I found myself being like, "These are Christmas standards," yeah. and then here's a capable singer, and he's doing I'm like, in. he's doing like fun parts in certain spots, and uh, like yeah. at the end of that one song, he's like the big fat that man, man with, with the, the big, big old sack <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> the big white beard. Big, 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 <laughs> That's what he should have done. That would have been the big fat man with the big old sack dangling between his skinny knees. <laughs> um, but I did think it was kind of whack that he sang Santa Baby and yeah. called it Santa Baby and then sang Santa Buddy. It's yeah. like, don't put yourself on the same tier as Chris Kringle, first of all. And then also... <laughs> he's not your buddy, okay? He's a right. saint. He's not saint your buddy. Nick. He's he works saint. for you. And um, I, 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 We've talked about this before. We like, don't change the pronouns. Be like Jack White singing Jolene. There you, you still go. still say Jolene. Just fucking sing it. Well, because he's doing the... 
like Santa Baby is like kind of a, but he's like, a little uh, like sweet little song. Yeah, but he's like, I'm a boy. Right. <laughs> it's Fuck like off. if you can change the words, you can't you can't also be crooning at him. Santa buddy. Yeah. Like they're bros. Yeah, I don't know. No, I don't sing know. it sexy. Sing it sexier for us. <laughs> for me. <laughs> this is there's there's a lot of songs on this uh album that you could at any moment he could be like now you go, Johnny! <laughs> I wish he did more. big swing type music. Throw it to that know. trumpet guy. Throw it to Rob Wilkinson. There, yeah. Jesus Christ, get more slop heads in well, that band. Robbie. Um, there is something to be said. for Live music is just the best. You know, like watching a live band mm-hmm. is great. And that, when you listen to an album like this, you're, you're like, yeah, this sounds like shopping with your mom at a mall type music. But then I would absolutely love to watch any band with a bunch of horns playing, yeah. I, I could sit for four hours and watch like... Oh, yeah? What about the Cherry Poppin' Daddies? I'd see them. Okay, maybe three hours tops with the Cherry <laughs> Poppin' Daddies, but Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. <laughs> you guys I ever do... I'm more of a Squirrel Nut Zippers. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, you ever do Squirrel Nut Zippers? <laughs> One of my first concerts, those guys. Were they... Uh, did they have uh, brass and stuff? Oh, yeah, hell yeah. They do. And Woodwind. Huh? Which of those bands played at the Derby in the movie Swingers? Cherry Poppin' Daddies. Hmm. I thought maybe it was Cherry bad. At the now mess hall. Mess hall. Hey. Where we go. <laughs> Slash and, Chase Bank. And not to mention where the Cobb Salad was invented. What? Yep. Invented. Invented at that derby location. Thought It was thought up somewhere else and then cut up there. Yes, they, they thought it up in a think tank and yeah. then they came down. What was the restaurant? Was it the Derby? It was the Derby. When the, There used to be a few different brown derbies around LA. Speaking of which, there was one on Wilshire that was like shaped like a big hat. Yeah. And, um, the, well, the one on Los Feliz it, was shaped like a bowl. Oh, was, bowl. It has a dome. I didn't know if they actually had like the brim and it was painted. Oh, yeah. I don't, I'm not sure about that. But the, there was one on uh, Miracle Mile that was like painted and shaped like a hat. And it's still there, but it's like... Um, there's like one of these very generic LA strip malls that's mm. just like, it's like a Thai massage parlor and a Subway sandwich shop and all the plain stuff is that's a strip mall. Yeah. And it has this big orange round roof. <laughs> huh. And it's just, that's the fucking brown derby. Just hey, there. How do we feel about the Miracle Mile? It's a miracle. <laughs> I, fucking, I think it sucks. People, yeah, I mean, people talk about it like it's Wait, what's the Miracle Mile? It's, that's Museum Row? Yeah. yeah. Like where the E Entertainment building is and all that. Yeah, yeah. People talk about it like it's... We used to work down there. Maybe that's what's... Uh, huh? Is that Miracle? Uh, I guess I just don't... Yeah. It's a whole long stretch of... Uh, uh, I mean, it's probably about a mile. It's like Wilshire, <laughs> near, the, near the tar pits? Yeah, at one end, you get that sticky, sticky tar, and then it brings you right over to Hancock Park. I like Koreatown. They got good MacArthur restaurants. MacArthur Park? Sure. Is that the, at the end? Love Koreatown. MacArthur yeah. Park is frightening in the dark. Yeah. Um, You know, that's all. Hey, I'll give you one of the highlights of Miracle Mile. No? Okay, sorry. The, Sorry, I brought it up. The death location of Biggie. Really? He, uh, you know that car museum Who? right by the yeah 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 Biggie yeah. Smalls. yeah 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 yeah. He got assassinated. But at, going to that museum, he was there an event there by the government. I think say that, it. maybe like the Source Awards were at that automotive museum, ah. and he was walking out. That's where that new across the street is where that new Academy Awards museum is. The contest winner Neil Campbell just showed me a picture of the rosebud sled from there. He <gasps> took a picture with ET, not to mention C three PO in the back. <laughs> wow! Neil, come on the pod and defend yourself. 
Master Campbell. I know you're listening, Neil. Tell us more about C-3PO. If I worked, you know what I would do? If I worked at that museum, hmm. um, I someone looking at C-3PO and R2-D2 all excited, and I come up and I'm like, these are not the droids they're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I don't want to do that. I'm trying to think what my favorite song on this uh, album was. What uh, do I got? The Jingle Bells version was pretty good. Now, if you were crooning Jingle Bells, yeah, and you wanted to put some kind of sauce on it, what would you, what would you do? You know, because you know bells. sometimes there's versions like Jingle Bells, j- Jingle Bells, yeah, or, Jingle all the way. I would try to kind of inhabit the spirit of the bell and be like, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells. That's pretty good. You do ring a ding a thing with it. I would be like, jingle all the way. Jingle, 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 jing, 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 I'm doing a Everybody jingle bell. Everybody ride a sleigh. I like when someone's writing an original Christmas song and they try to join the pantheon of songs that are just lists of things where it's just like... Gingerbread dough and a big red bow. It's that snow, snow, snow. Oh, oh, oh. And the big red nose also. Also. I'm that deer we know. And on that note, I gotta go. <laughs> to sleep, because Santa's coming to town. Oh, yeah. oh, that big fat man. Okay, real talk. Shit. None of us believe in Santa anymore. Anymore. Thirty-eight. Are you still going to leave out a couple cookies? <laughs> yeah. Just in case. Just Every in case. year, just as yes. tradition, I leave out those two little cookies. And I, all glass of milk. I like to leave out a couple extra cookies for the cockroaches. <laughs> <laughs> I We used to, uh, when Santa was visiting me more frequently, I would uh, leave out... Carrots. Like more than once a year? Carrots for the deer. Oh, okay. <laughs> One yeah. time, when I was in second grade, my dad came to my class dressed as Santa. Sometimes we'll have like a dad come into school <laughs> dressed as Santa, and he came into my class and and I second grade he was dressed as your as Santa at your wedding too, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean he just he looked good in red, so he likes to wear that suit a lot. Um, he uh, first grade, so not kindergarten, first grade. Google. Who's my teacher, Mrs. Clinton? You know her, uh, Mrs. Clinton, she related to George. Clinton? Yeah. Oh, yeah. but her emails. The whole Sorry, P-funk. keep going. <laughs> oh, she's from people. Um, no, my dad came in to give out like you know pencils and trinkets to the <laughs> to the kids, so and I didn't like I did I I was so I was like that's guy is so familiar. <laughs> Whoa, you didn't realize I it was him? I didn't know it. Like uh, like I kind of I I knew it in my bones. But I didn't think that like not in your wow. brain though. I, al- like. I also believed in Santa, so I think that I was like being like Santa and Dad. Like there's something that Finkel and I know. There's something up, man. Something that's dead. wild. Your dad flying a little close to the sun on that one. He yeah. could have picked like another classroom or something, huh? I know. He was like, oh, "Don't worry, this Timmy kid's not too smart." <laughs> he still calls it a suitcase. <laughs> My dad told me a suitcase was a soup case, and I said it till I was ten. What? Did, <laughs> what did you call it? Like Wookie cereal or something like that? That's uh, Chewbacca cereal. Oh yeah, I, I thought you were talking about Mitch saying Baba Juice chopped no, chip with no, milk. That's that's its own <laughs> strange world. Yeah, um, I didn't like oatmeal, and my dad was like, "Oh, you don't like Chewbacca cereal?" I was like, "What?" He's like, yeah. 
Chewbacca, he this is what he eats. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chewbacca cereal. What? Oh, you know Chewbacca in that, cereal? <laughs> in that same genre, I think I've told you guys this before, my family was like on vacation and this is like in the early 90s, they were trying to hip up cream of wheat. Yeah. Oh, yeah they yeah. were like, you can squeeze on all the flavors <laughs> yeah, like yeah. mango zip and, and like very 1991 uh, vibes. And, uh, I had seen this commercial and I, it was the first time I was hearing of cream of wheat. And I was like, I got to get cream of wheat. And I remember going to my dad and be like, dad, uh, can, can we get cream of wheat for breakfast? And he was like, you want cream of wheat? Like he like hadn't heard, thought of that since like the fifties. And then I was suddenly like, please. I bought myself some cream of wheat recently and I, uh, I did not mind it. I put blueberries in it. What is it like? Is it like like a porridge? Kind it's of? Kind of, yeah, like what you think porridge would be. It's it's uh, I mean, in the, it's in the oatmeal family. It's just as they have the flakes. yeah. It's very similar to Chewbacca cereal. Yeah, it's a little finer, it's finer, finer. Not as coarse. Finer, finer. Serve it in the diner. Yeah, that's why. Huh? That's what they say. I mean. I liked cream of wheat as a kid because you put a little butter and cinnamon on it and yeah, stir it all together. You can't have just plain cream of wheat, I think, which is a, probably the original right. 50s that, one. That's like military. That's like Yeah, yeah. you want to spin the mangoes. <laughs> yes. You want to squeeze you want the, the blue frosting. Yeah. There was some that had uh, dinosaur eggs in it. Do you remember those? Huh? You put it oh, yeah. and then like you pour the hot water in and the dinosaur eggs like the oh, shells melt gross. away. And that sounds vile. There's a uh, dinosaur uh, is Pla- like a little plastic dinosaur. Well, no, a real dinosaur. <laughs> Dilophosaur, I believe. <laughs> yeah. And you'd eat it before it like got away and ruined the whole city. <laughs> I, I used to have uh, soap. Back in the 90s, we loved dinosaurs. Yeah. Of, of all... It was everywhere. We squawk, also love Nirvana. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you but are. I had a soap that was in the shape of a, of a dinosaur egg. Yeah. Or yeah. any egg. And then as you use it... The, there's a little plastic T-Rex inside that Ooh. becomes like more and more visible until you get all the soap off them. But I was like over-soaping my body. And like, <laughs> I was like, gotta get this fucking dinosaur, man. I gotta see this dinosaur. I'm using the soap up. I, uh, I went to Friendly's once as a kid and they gave me, uh, it was like the upside down cone thing, like the Friendly's face or whatever. I don't like that. And it was in like one of those long, tall milkshake. I know things. exactly what you're And they said, and at the bottom, there's a treat. A treat. And I said, I like in my in my head I was like, there's a toy in there. There's a plastic toy, and I'm gonna get it. And I ate the whole thing, and it was there's some Reese's down there. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's just candy. <laughs> there's not like a gold treasure material or something I could have I, and play with. I remember buying bubbles as a kid hmm. with a little plastic jug. You used to blow bubbles? Was you okay? Come on. <laughs> He's and back uh, in town, and he is the amazing Jonathan. <laughs> uh, and it said magic wand inside. Ooh. And I thought like, so I pulled out the bubble blower plastic thing mm-hmm. and I was like, look, get this out of here. We'll find this magic wand. You know, <laughs> <laughs> sticking my finger in and around. And I'm like, God damn, like, God, I got to have this magic wand. Think of what I could do with it. <laughs> and then uh, my okay, grandfather was like, potter. that's the wand. The plastic thing is the magic wand. And I was like, no, no, no. These are bubbles. I know that that comes with the bubbles, but it, has, it says inside, ma- there's a magic wand inside. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I don't know, kid. <laughs> You threw away the wand. <laughs> That's God. the wand. I had a uh, somebody gave me a, a camouflage pencil as a kid, and they said if you take this into the woods, it like disappears. And I went into the woods like with it in my hands, like, like <laughs> here we fucking to, like, go. I'm gonna see some magic shit. Be able to see it anymore. I was like, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> I was like getting closer to like putting my hands yeah. in a bush. 
Did you, Mike, you're watching uh, How To with John Wilson, right? That's right. There was an episode, I, I had a big belly laugh in an episode <laughs> recently, and it wasn't anything that John Wilson did. He just showed a toy that was funny that was like, this. it was like a raunchy toy where it's like a guy bending over, yeah. and he holds up a, one of those bubble, magic wand bubble things to his butt and farts out some air and it blows uh-huh. a bubble out of his butt. And uh, I'd laugh a my ass funny off funny novelty. That. They, got, they don't really make... You know the the guy that has like a barrel around his waist and you pull the barrel down and a spring-loaded dick pops out? You're, uh-huh. Like, he's good. Sure. Remember the, remember the, the pants oh, guy? Moonies. Moonies. Huh? Moonies, yeah. You squeeze the little uh, ball thing and like the guy pulls his pants down. Yeah, and it's his it's butt. His like butt is hanging out. And it would be like a thing that you'd hang in the window. Actually... Of your car, yeah. Of your car. So it would like suction cup... It would be a guy that, a little man that you suction cup to the window, like a little plush doll. Yeah. And like there was a little pump activated thing where his hands would shoot down and he would like. <laughs> he move. looks like Harvey Wallbanger. Yeah. Like or like round, Ziggy or something. Yeah. Around a little guy with no hair. Yeah. Yeah. What was Harvey Wallbanger's <laughs> slogan? It was like, I am Harvey and I can be drunk. Or I something. can be made. I can be made. <laughs> I can be made. Okay, man. Yeah. Okay, Harvo. That's some 70s shit. Well, what I was going to say about this album is it's a tough one to, like, critique because it's Christmas songs. These are, like, uh, all mm-hmm. classics. Mm-hmm. And he does them well, and I enjoyed listening to it. Me too. Hmm. It's funny, the, the like, 10th anniversary deluxe edition has, I think, like, 30 songs on it. It's too huge. much. Too, too much. much. Also, yeah, if you go on Spotify, this thing's on its third release. Like, there was the initial release, there's the deluxe version, and now there's the 10th anniversary uh-huh. version. Hmm. Too much. Was this George Lucas? Yeah. Was it uh, George uh, Went? George R. R. Martin? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Uh, George uh, Lopez? George Romero? What about George? Yeah, what about George Costanza? Cougar. Costanza sure got himself into some tough situations, didn't he? He lied too much. Yeah, he just he just wouldn't. And well, Jerry. You know what he should do? He should do the opposite of what his instincts are. That's what That seemed to work out for him when he tried it once. Hmm. Hmm. Remember he didn't have sex that one time and he got so smart. (laughs) Um, (laughs) He did. Jessica has this big... Jessica's into horoscopes and astrology. Mm. Sure. I think every lady is into that. I'm into that. Yeah, is it? Is uh, it? Uh, uh, break you. You're a chick, dude. <laughs> <laughs> is that like? Uh, it's kind of like I feel like people are talking about that a lot. Is it? Is See, it there's like a, like a new app where you do it based on like the minute you were born and ooh, it's super specific, dang, right? Co-star. Hmm. Unless there's I wouldn't some mind co-starring in a few films. No, I, I, I like it regarding myself. I, I think that astrology is not hogwash, but like not much. How do you feel yeah, about but, astronomy? But I do sort of feel like. Hey, I, I, love, I love the stars yeah. and planets and galaxies. Yeah, well, you see, you see quite a bit of them out here in Hollywood, don't hey. you? As you walk down Hollywood Boulevard, <laughs> uh, that uh, same for album four. But I think uh, I, I don't put much credence in astrology. But then when I read my things, I'm like, well, they lucked out with me. <laughs> hey, they got me right. <laughs> but well, did you read it like out of the newspaper, like that type of thing? No, it's an app. You, you have the app. You just figure out your 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 main sign. Your sun sign, I guess. Scorpio. And what's your moon, rising moon? Rising, I'm Scorpio. Oh, and then that's I found my resting. Scorpio rising. <laughs> Scorpio um, rising. Well, so Jessica got these really these two really thick books that look like phone books. And one of them, you look up yourself, but it's like by the day. It's not just Taurus. And there's a phone number next to it. <laughs> <laughs> 
I look up April 30th or she was like, want me to read you yours? And she like read me this page long thing about people born April 30th. And you know, these things are ingeniously written to make you relate. But I was like, whoa, yeah, I, 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 I was, yeah, I was like embarrassed. Like I felt like naked and exposed because <laughs> it was so, uh, I don't even remember what I, what I was, but I was like, well, that's all my strengths and flaws. And uh, there you have it. But I bring it up because we were just talking science. Oh, um, yes, yes. You can also, th- this other book, a strength, it was like biceps, triceps. Yes, yes. Um, the, there's this other book that's relationships, and it's it can be friends or romances or whatever, but you you can look up any two people yeah. and you see their, you, know, you put in their t- dates, or not, I guess for it's, it'd be like Taurus and, no. It's I like, yeah, it's like, oh, a Taurus man and a Gemini woman or whatever. And um, <laughs> we did that being like, hey, we're married. Let's see what it says about our relationship. And there were, there's pictures for each relationship of like who in history or pop culture is indicative of that type of relationship. Yeah. <laughs> and for me and Jessica's relationship, it's it it was <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld and Jason Alexander, <laughs> and, and it was and it was weird because it was this thing about them being like a team, like they're at odds sometimes, but they're a good team. And but I was like, I was like, it's not it's not Jerry and George, it's Jerry and Jason, the actors that played Jerry and George. Who the fuck knows what their relationship is? We don't know. Yeah, and I don't know. That's a, a funny to be, to be that's, we, that's what my marriage that, is, yeah. and we like that. <laughs> Two rich guys that drove up to Studio City once a week. <laughs> hey, at least you're not Kramer and Newman. That's true. <laughs> I got oh yeah yeah. Let's see what my horoscope is. You're gonna love it. Devilishly handsome. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. You make your money on your good looks. Um, you ought to grace the pages of Playgirl magazine. They do a lot Jesus. of stuff that even with the negatives that like appeal to your vanity. So you see yourself in it. Like, yeah, I mine my thing was it was sort of like it, it had it was like about my like talent and leadership. But I I I, I don't want to assume the 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 weight of, of my talent or something. And I was like, yeah, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> they got, they me, got pegged. me pegged. I my, can't handle the talent. I, I'm a Scorpio. Was was that? Uh, Scorpios are good. Scorpios are a, that's a mean son of a bitch. I think they'll bite you. They'll yeah, sneak up on you. You <laughs> don't. You, you talk to me. I would like it. I'll sting your ass <laughs> and I'll take everything. <laughs> that's what you want your reputation. Yeah, with? I want to be the guy who everyone's sort of afraid of. Hey, this guy's gonna take everything. Yeah, but he's not gonna defeat you. Fair. He'll come up behind you. He'll sting your ass. Scorpio. What I think of a Scorpio is a. Uh, was it Carl Rove? I don't know if he is a Scorpio. You know, you ever see the movie Dick? Carl Havoc? The movie Dick, no. No, no, not Dick. Vice? Vice. Is yeah. it, wait, Dick Carl- Cheney. I'm thinking Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's Vice. Well, yeah. fuck, fuck Carl, Carl Rove. Rove was another guy. Like Carl Rove was uh, in that. But like Dick Cheney was a dude who was just like cunning and uh, like huddled close to power and was like- Oh, yeah, he's, he's a psychopath. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think that's, that's kind of the- um, that's the cartoon of a Scorpio. That's me. Is that they're like? <laughs> I wish. Uh, but but they're also like, I don't know. They're they're, they're charming and and all that stuff. No, that's, that's not, not really what I'm doing. You want to uh, sting them if you want to sting somebody sting if they get on your backside. Yeah, backside. nip you in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> you know, here why why is it here the most interesting thing about uh, Dick Cheney? Aside from starting, uh, you know, being a, a a guy who made a war, mm. Dick Cheney. The way that you say his last name. Mm-hmm. Cheney, his name is Dick Cheney, and he just didn't correct people. Huh. It's like Arnold Schwarzenegger 
is Arnold Schwarzenegger, but he came to America and didn't want oh. to say, like, oh, you guys are putting too many syllables. But Dick, Dick Cheney is Dick Cheney. It's spelled Dick Cheney. Why'd we say Cheney? Huh. Dick Cheney sounds like a, like a pepperoncini. <laughs> Maybe he didn't like that. Maybe it was because he wanted to differentiate himself from a comedy musician Richard Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I stuck a pepper down my pants. That was a Dick Cheney. <laughs> <laughs> all right folks i think oh, we've, all right, we've reached the end of this whatever this was michael buble look he's uh he's a crooner he's the canadian crooner they call him yep the great northern crooner i say you know we got a few more days until christmas put the album on yeah. I mean, what are you sitting around the house? You make some cookies, you see some friends and family. Put the fuck out. Give it a spin, give it a few spins. Yeah. Hey, while you're doing that, put uh, the Sloppy Boys album on. Just spin that as much as you can on Spotify. Yeah. Get that. Keep that revenue streaming in. <laughs> we love money. <laughs> I thought it was also funny that this uh, album is just called Christmas. That must help sales somehow. Yep. It's just like, this is a Christmas album. Okay, I'll do that. We should name our next album like The Sloppy Boys, Platinum. Mm. Oh, well, yeah. That's good. Or like our, The Sloppy Boys, RIAA certified. Yeah. It's, RIAA. Uh, it's or, like a recording industry. <laughs> How about The Sloppy Boys, Tim Takes Center Stage? Uh oh. Huh? Oh, you would. You're such a Taurus. Hey, come on. Are you, wait, are you a Taurus too? Yes. You're a Scorpio and two Tauruses? You're how, does this, how does this podcast fucking function? <laughs> oh boy. Well, folks, that's going to do it. We'd like to uh, wish all of you a happy holiday. We want to thank the Patrons <laughs> here for coming on and <laughs> want to spend a little time with us knuckleheads and having fun. And hey, uh, we hope you join us this Friday for the Trinidad Sour Christmas Special. Ooh. Oh, deck the halls. Boo, 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 boo. Popping out on... New Year's Eve. Ooh, what? Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. Let me, t- let me do that again. Popping out on Christmas Eve. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and all the rest. On Dasher. On Dasher. On Dasher. He's the big fat man with the big white beard and the big old sappy pum 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 pum. He's the big old man with a droopy ass. <laughs> with a droopy ball. He could spend some time on that Peloton. Hey. He's got a long, long prick right down his <laughs> pants. <laughs> and a little pepperoncini. <laughs> All, right. All right. Say goodnight, Dick Cheney. Goodnight, Dick Cheney. <laughs> Goodbye, folks. Bye. Peace. Ho, ho, ho.